2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This
1: is the John Kincaid Show. It's a good time. Spending Sunday mornings together. Always love it because we have good debate. We have good conversation. Here's John Kincaid. All right, let's get this hour off and running. It's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can help you out. Appreciate you being a part of the John Kincaid Show every single week. Listening on your local great affiliates. We love that uh, all the local affiliates carry as much of the show as they can. I had somebody send me an email this week. I'm going to see if I can find it here. I'm not going to do the... I'm not going to do an homage to Mike Francesa. I'm not going to do the... Hmm, hmm as I scroll through here, but I'm going to see if I can find the email the gentleman sent me about um, Anthony. What do you think is the strangest show that we get preempted for at a local affiliate? Because I think I found it. Antique Roadshow. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, You read this. No, I did not. (laughs) You read this i heard you what? Get, what did I read? Not, I not know I what wondered, you're talking you, about. And I wondered if you're copied on this email or something. No. Gentleman says to me, I love you. <laughs> I love your show every single week. When you go till 10 o'clock Eastern time, we get two hours of your show and then one hour on the back end. When they cut it, <laughs> when they cut away for the yard sale show. <laughs> nice. They cut away for a yard sale show. Do you know what the yard sale show does? I did not know. So I asked him. (laughs) Do you know what it does? It's a show where people go, I have a, I got a coffee table to sell. It's a coffee table. It's around uh, 24 feet, 24 inches round, you know, whatever. It's two feet round. It's white with black legs on it. And I'm asking fifty dollars, <laughs> and they post it, and then people like call up, and then they barter too. Is anyone looking to trade? I got a um, a seventy two Impala that I want to trade, and he says this is the show. I said that's incredible. That's like that's an incredible show. I've never heard of anything like that. Uh, it's like swap shop or something. Yeah, I think it's called. Yep. That you've heard of this before? Yeah. I've ne- I have never heard of this. Have you uh, done any yard sales recently? No, but my wife, um, she sold, my daughter sold her piano. Her piano? On, she sold her piano on a a Facebook yard sale site. It's like, you have to give your driver's license, you have to be checked out so everybody knows you're legit. Why'd you sh- uh, sell a piano? Because she is using her, she's got her, like, music studio, keyboard, and like all that mixing stuff and everything that she already has. Yeah. So she doesn't need a traditional piano anymore. So she's not using... She doesn't use her traditional piano anymore for any of her recording or otherwise. And if you want to hear her music, you can go to Apple Music, you can go to iTunes, you can just say Olivia Kincaid and find her music. She's quite a young little powerful talent. Even though she does not, Anthony, she has completely ruled out any kind of career in the arts. Completely ruled it out. She will not, uh, she will do that as a hobby, even in college. She said, I'll do it as a hobby, but uh, she does not want to be a starving artist. So her father's pretty happy about that. (laughs) His father's pretty happy about that one. Uh, Darren Ravel, and Darren's a nice guy, I I hate doing this because Darren's a nice guy. And I've known Darren for a long time, and I think he's a—I think he's a good guy. I, I get, so I have no problem with it. But last night, Darren Ravel did absolutely a, a what I consider to be as a atrocious tweet. Absolutely disgraceful. Uh, and I'll tell you exactly what he said if you haven't seen it. He said, many SEC fans wanted their states and their economy open and their right to not wear a mask. How's your football season looking, guys? Hey, Darren, for God's sakes, just like we would call somebody out for having the right-wing talking points. You've turned over your talking points to to left-wing media outlets? Seriously, what are you doing? And why are you trying to talk about politics and everything like that, by the way, incorrectly, with a pandemic? Darren, are you rooting for sports to not come back? Are you rooting for disaster? Are you rooting for people to be sick? And here's what I tweeted to him. Darren, you deliberately are telling a false tale, and you know it. Only one Of the top 13 death per capita sites, meaning death per 100,000 residents, are SEC states. But only a soulless ghoul would be touting deaths by conference. It's not only a purposeful distraction for an agenda, but it's completely disgusting. And then, Darren responds, we've known each other a long time. And he goes, cute John, it's sorted by cases, not deaths. But good job going for the hyperbole. As if saying the states, the economy, and the, the fans that wanted their states and their economy open and their right to not wear a mask is not total, complete hyperbole. For God's sakes. He said, yes, the SEC is the one that cares the most about football and cared the most about returning to life before they should have. And that's why we are where we are. Returning to life before they should have. All right. Dr. Darren Ravel has spoken, has spoken with his medical degree. Darren Ravel now. Who's he working for now? I think he's working for the uh, Joe's Auto Trader, I think is who he's now with. And I said, cute? I said, cute? Associating a virus by conference? That's not cute. It's ignorance, and it's unprofessional. The average age of people testing positive is younger by almost three decades. Three decades, 30 years by months ago. What percentage of those numbers are asymptomatic? By the way, reading the Dallas newspaper right out of it, over 50%. Nothing in the South is like it was in the heat of pandemic. And I told him, put down Twitter. And I couldn't wait at just that. I said, and unless you spoke up about all the reasons a virus can spread, like no masks, which is absolutely fair game, and thousands in the streets, when only 25 were supposed to legally be allowed to gather, pipe down because you're being purposefully ignorant. And I'm sorry I gave you the attention. If you want to call out states that absolutely have been more let's just say lenient with the idea of mandating masks. Completely fair game. Completely fair game. And at the end of the pandemic, unfortunately, there's going to be a scoreboard. There's going to be a scoreboard. And the numbers on that scoreboard are going to be horrible. And in the sports world, though, we have a sports business reporter that is trying to talk about Yo, look, look at all the cases of coronavirus. Now, is he telling you? Is he telling you that more than half the cases are asymptomatic? Nope. Is he telling you that the average age of the person testing positive more than a couple months ago is almost 30 years younger? No. Is he telling you that? These states came back before they were supposed to. So Darren Freakin' Revel is now the one to tell you when you're allowed to get back to life. It's unbelievable. I'm Darren Revel, and I approve this message. You see, I'm smarter than you people in the bumpkin south. Let me assure you I'm smarter. I've watched all the news channels this morning, and my medical degree is approved by Facebook and Twitter. You're coming back sooner than you should have and I'm and I'm telling you this with my medical expertise. Greg Popovich approves of this message too. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You're actually you've got somebody now in the sports business reporter. Who is trying to go, "Ah, uh, look, you how's your football season looking there, guys?" How's it looking there, guys? Well, Darren, again, unless you're calling out, if you want to call out people not wearing masks, that is completely fair game. Completely. But I hope you will also call out the fact that we've got people demanding you wear masks who aren't wearing them themselves. So, Darren, are you tweeting out Bill de Blasio not wearing masks when he's out in public at rallies? Spitting all over everybody with his... Are you, are you calling out the Atlanta mayor? Keisha Lance Bottoms? Who stands behind a microphone and tells everybody that they got to wear a mask, but goes out to, to, to speak and goes to rallies and doesn't wear a mask herself? Or who says you're not allowed to have groupings of more than 25 people, but allows giant gatherings of people in the streets? By the way, where people are getting... People are getting shot, We have to talk about it all. If we're going to talk about masks and we're going to talk about that stuff, we got to talk about it all. None of it was any good. None of it was any good. It was for a good positive purpose. The vast majority of people who were out to march in the streets, the vast majority, they were out there for the right reasons. But that wasn't good during a pandemic. It was for the right reasons, but it wasn't good. So, if we're going to talk about the spread of the virus and things like that, let's talk about there are a lot of ways the virus is spread. You can't just pick and choose. But more importantly, what kind of soulless ghoul are you as a sports <laughs> media member? Really? How's your football season looking there? Look at these numbers. Look at these test numbers. <laughs> purposely and purposely avoiding the facts won't tell you that oh wait a minute wait a minute are you kidding me between new york new jersey connecticut rhode island wait a minute the top five states are all pretty much connected in deaths and that makes up 42 percent of all the deaths in america Are you telling that story? You see, if we keep if that's fair game, if that's fair game for a sports reporter on business, the fair game is wait a minute. We've got we've got four how about this New York Times just the other day. We got 43% of our deaths in the nation in senior homes. So 57% came from general population. 43% came from senior living facilities I mean seriously why are we why are we, why are you even doing this Darren Revel You know why you're doing it because you've been caged up too long You've lo- you've lost your you've lost your mind lost your mind 8552124CBS 8552124CBS It's just ridiculous if you're going to get into this stuff and you're a sports person, then you got to get into it with an entire base of reality. you got to get into it presenting all the facts. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, sponsored by GEICO. Did you know right now, GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com, and you can learn more. Who doesn't want to save money right now? I'm about to add a... Sixteen-year-old to my auto insurance, Anthony. She's getting her. Uh, she's got her license test scheduled for August eleventh. Does she have a uh, particular ve- a vehicle in mind? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever one I let her drive. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: She's not getting one. <laughs> don't start with me. Start. Don't start doing the Uncle Shack routine. You got to be getting her a car, right? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. And then, so, of course, Shaq then on the podcast. Uncle Shaq could. Uncle Shaq offered, said you, I get, you got $5,000 towards a car. How about that? Guess what? Uncle Shaq ain't the boss <laughs> in my house. I said, you might have 5000 for a car. I said, keep in touch with Uncle Shaq. And one day when you buy your first car, then you absolutely can use Shaq's $5,000 for it. And he'll be good for it. We've got it on tape. He won't He won't uh, be, be going back on his word. I think he could handle it. I said, but he's not. But guess what? Uncle Shaq's one thing. But Daddy-O is not paying your car insurance. I'll pay your car insurance if you drive our cars. And that's the deal. If you drive our family cars, Dad pays your auto insurance. You know what else Dad does? Dad will maintain the car. Sounds like a good deal to me. Yes, this are some nice cars you have. So. Yeah, have nice, she can drive. <laughs> she can drive my car, or she can drive her mom's car. I don't think she'll have a problem with that. No, that's it. And well, get, no, she well, shouldn't. She should. People, people are like, oh my gosh, you could. This is the best one. You know, you could afford to buy her a car. I'm like, what? I said, guess. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> absolutely, but BS, BS on that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. But guess what? Geico's gonna. You put the good work here. Let's get some good work done with Geico. Uh, If you want to get in with us, and hopefully Darren Revelle. By the way, Darren Revelle got, he was honestly, he was in 280 characters or less. He was left bloodied verbally on the side of the road by Twitter last night. I would imagine Darren is considering becoming an intern on Rachel Maddow's show after what went down last night. Um, Maybe she's hiring. Maybe she is hiring. Uh, we got a lot coming up on the show, and I hope that you will uh, be sticking with us at 855-212-4CBS. Okay, the NFLPA has made a counterproposal, and I think it sounds like re- pretty reasonable to me. It's the John Kincaid Show. This is CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Because you have an appreciation for the finer things in life. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for joining the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Tom Palacero, NFL Network, who uh, is a uh, a solid follow and a really uh, good reporter. I had a tweet yesterday I just wanted to comment on. It says the NFLPA has sent the NFL an economic counterproposal and there is a call scheduled for monday no escrow of 2020 salaries a flat salary cap of 198.2 million for next season and you can teams can spread the revenue loss of this year over the salary cap for eight seasons starting in 2022 so whatever revenue is lost this year you take evenly off of the salary cap from 2022 To 2030, all fully guaranteed money to be paid even if games are canceled. Okay. That's what I I was with the NFLPA till that. I was with them till that. Because here's the deal everything with the NFLPA that they suggested, I'm all for. No escrow of 2020 salaries. Forget that nonsense. That's ridiculous. There, 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 there's no reason these NFL owners should not need to escrow their 2020 salaries. I am fully with the players on this. If you can't compete in the big boy world of sports, that you can pay your obligations. If a economic downturn puts it that risky for you, you don't need to be owning a team. So I'm totally with the NFL PA, a flat salary cap of 198.2 next year so every team knows exactly where it'll be for next year, so you can start planning contract extensions and things like that. Again, I'm totally with it. They can negotiate the number, but I'm totally with that. And the idea that you can spread the revenue losses over eight years makes complete sense. So Tom pelicero has got that. I and mean, again, for the NFLPA, that's what he's hearing. And there's a call on Monday. I'm all for it. But all fully guaranteed money to be paid, even if the games are canceled, Forget that. I mean, honestly, forget that. You're out of your mind. All fully guaranteed money should be paid proportionally on how many games are played. Because you know what I've seen this week? I've seen a bunch of members of the NFL PA. And so the other day I started to count. I counted seven NFL teams that had a player speaking out, going, I don't know about playing. I don't know how we're going to do this. This really doesn't seem safe. I don't know that we're doing a smart thing here. Okay, that's fine. If you're in the NFLPA and you think that, you should be given the free opt-out year. Team retains your rights. Team has the right for salary cap relief or whatever you were due to be paid this year, and you don't get paid. If you don't want to play... You should have every right to, be, to not play and not be penalized for it. But you don't get paid. Why should you be paid if you don't play? Why in the world would the NFL pay people full rate for games that aren't played? By the way, when NFLPA members are saying, I don't think we should play. I don't really know. This doesn't seem smart. Why, like, what are we doing? Why are we, why, why are we playing? Flat out, why should you be paid? That doesn't make any sense. Pay proportionally every game that's played. So if they play 10 out of the 16 games, then you, play, you pay that proportion. That's fair. That's partnership. Jason in Myrtle Beach joins me. Jason, how are you, buddy?
3: Hey, J.K.,
1: how are you? I'm doing well, buddy. What's going on today?
3: Uh, just first of all, Uh, Let me speak slowly. Yes, I used to do (laughs) radio, too. (laughs) You and your staff, um, all the guys that work with you and ladies, um, do an amazing job. Thank you. On Sunday mornings, this is my time. (laughs) And, yes, I'm married and I have kids and grandkids. (laughs) I just told them because I tried to call them before. Say this is J.K. time. Oh boy! I want I want to listen because <laughs> Sunday mornings—that's my time to listen to you, and you are a treat. And thank you.
1: Thank you so much. I, that that just made my day. Uh, How about that? You just made no, my day. No,
3: it's no. You make my every single Sunday. I've I've actually called in like I don't know four or five times before, but then you know you. Put on hold, get distracted, Sure. <laughs> and the kids want something, and then I got to go. No, I just I told them today, no, leave me alone. I want to honor <laughs> this show.
1: Well, that's nice. That is nice. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, your honor. What do you got for me today? Um, my question was,
3: um, I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm one of those psychotic Raider fans that. Okay. Yes, I I dress up. And, oh, wow. Are you really? And I actually hand out $2 bills to children because they're kind of freaked out by it.
1: Yes, a $2 bill.
3: Yeah, just to make the kids laugh. Um, somebody told me this morning, I work third shift, um, that the Raiders Stadium is not going to be ready in time. Do you know anything about that?
1: I, I know this. My buddy Scott, out in Las Vegas... Scott Culbertson, uh, he may be up, and he may be preparing for his Raiders show, which actually airs right after the John Kincaid show on our Las Vegas affiliate. If Scott is listening, he'll call in and he'll give me a live update at some point here. If he gets word of my, uh, of your question, he will get that. I want you to follow, I want you to follow him. You can find him on my Twitter feed. You can follow him, and maybe he'll give you a live update. I have heard nothing of the sort. Absolutely nothing of the sort so and i don't believe and i don't believe it's to be and i do not believe that to be true so okay but that, we'll get I we'll get you so not,
3: either
1: oh it's gonna be awesome you're gonna by the way i've seen the death star i i've seen it i have not taken the tour but i can tell you uh it looks amazing it absolutely looks amazing it is uh and i think and and by the way the raiders are knocking it they're knocking it out of the park even in a pandemic lining up advertisers and creating buzz Uh, Las Vegas they do a great job with the Golden Knights uh, and now they are absolutely thrilled to be entering the world of NFL football and I will be there in nine days eight days so thank you buddy I appreciate the kind words too. Anthony you see that man see how we touch lives every Sunday morning we touch lives it's a beautiful thing We're we're more than just sports talk radio we touch lives I wish I got those kind of reviews in my house. I mean, seriously. Oh, by that the way, sh- how did the anniversary gift go over? It went well? Oh yes, it went really well. Yeah. Should we should we tell should we tell the should I tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She got That's a funny. clock. She got a clock. <laughs> by the way, we went we went right after the show last week. I went home, got myself showered and gussied up and everything and and and, and my wife got a uh she's all she's she has not always wanted to own one. But she wants to own one, and she wants to be trained in one. So we got her signed up for the gun safety class. She purchased her gun. She got to fire her gun, and she loved it. She absolutely loved it. Just so, be on your best behavior. Well, that's what I'm figuring. I think that's figuring is the, uh, you know, the the. Let's put it this way: it's the I'm I'm figuring the fact that we've discussed that on the show now covers me if anything happens and I end up on a 2020, like if it's, you know, if if it's 2020 and Deborah Roberts is saying, you know, or that guy from Dateline who I love so much, who is Chandler from Friends' stepfather. It was a beautiful night in Atlanta, Georgia. Everything looked calm and serene until the murder. So maybe, you know, hopefully I don't do anything to annoy her enough. But you know me. What are the odds of that? <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds of that? I mean, seriously. Let's keep her very, keep her very calm. Keep her very calm. But nothing says uh, happy anniversary, right? Nothing says you've survived 18 years with that husband of yours. Not a Glock. Nothing says it like a Glock. But uh, she's doing the right thing. She's learning how to, she's doing the gun safety class and all that kind of stuff, which is good. So I'm very proud of her. She is absolutely awesome and she's still absolutely a knockout which is great love that too that's really like the bonus thing even though she <laughs> you better now is, that. that is even though she now is gun toting I'll be in real trouble he's John Kincaid and this is his show on CBS Sports Radio here's John Kincaid Go Go's 1983, maybe 83. I think before oh, to, to, that. You said 82, 82. Yeah, because this was in Fast time at Ridgemont High. Yes, best times yes. came out in 82. Okay, 82. I should have run, but I thought it was just for fun. Belinda Carlisle. Anthony, were you a, are you a Belinda Carlisle aficionado? I don't know who she is. Yeah, I mean, you, you a fan or not? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, usually people have opinions on very attractive female musicians from back in the day. I remember Belinda Carlisle, uh, very adorable, absolutely adorable. And vacation next Monday for me. As we uh next Sunday it'll be getaway day before Las Vegas. And Anthony I, t- I told you off the air and I'll say it again that I got to tell you I'm very I'm very torn about going. But the girls are 100% sold on going. 100% sold on going. I'm a little bit torn. Cuz you know and you know how much I love Vegas. Never want to turn it never want to turn down going to Vegas, but I'm no, just of like of course not. Is this the and the girl and my daughter said flat out, "Dad, we could wear a mask in Atlanta. Or we can wear a mask in Las Vegas. It's a lot more fun to wear it in Las Vegas." I guess it's just uh, it's just not the same. I'm a very much a uh, a person of order and uh, ritual and things like that. So maybe this is good for me to just get to see. Look, it's not the normal trip, but we'll have a good time. 1981, by the way. It was 81. Wow. I remember right around that same time was Angel is the Centerfold by Jay Giles Band, and I know Ebony and Ivory was 82. I know Ebony and Ivory was 82. I know that for a fact. But Sabah, North Carolina, she knows a lot about this show. She listens all the time, joins us in conversation. How are you, Sabah?
4: Hey there, John. You, know, you are my Sunday morning cup of coffee, buddy.
1: That is you know nice. I'm not everybody's hey. cup of tea, but I'm your cup of coffee. Well, see what, coffee, I, did see what I did there? See what I did there? The a
4: morning thing for me. Oh, can you hear me or am I not on?
1: I got you. I okay. See what I did there, um, though? It's, it, that's good.
4: Yeah, coffee is in the, at the morning. You know, it gets me going. Tea puts me to sleep at night. So, I'm drinking, yeah,
1: my, un, I'm drinking my unsweet iced tea right now. Oh, I used to
4: love that. Yeah, but nowadays, love. you know, waistline, got to watch out. So I make No,
1: it unsweet. 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 Oh, okay. I don't do sweet. Oh, I, 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 I don't even, TV. I don't even drink soda. So, I do not drink soda. I don't need anything on the waistline. That's a battle. So, I don't need anything on the waistline. Yeah, I'm a big
4: Diet coker, or so. There you go. Um, which is not good for you. I understand. Um, I, <laughs> uh, I love um the uh, song you played there. That was uh my favorite Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. That was their, oh okay their theme song too. There you that go. Was
1: good. There you go. So what's um, uh what do you got going on with your football team? Do you have a team name for me yet?
4: Oh, you mean for my Redskins? Yes. I'm thinking I don't want to change it, but, you know, I'm going through my five stages of grief right now, you know, so I'm okay. in I'm the bargaining phase now.
1: Where do you um, – what, what What would you tolerate as a pick team skin. name change?
4: Pigskins, because that way we can still be called the Apostrophe Skins. We don't okay. give the other side the satisfaction of having a different mascot or like a different kind of like red wolves or red tails whatever all these people. So pigskins. Pigskins, yeah. And that way, pigskins, um, you can put a little hog on there, like a little pig with a okay. football. Okay. skin. We're still the hogs. We're still the skins.
1: See, I, um, I think that's a, much. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and you can now still know, hail
4: to the pigskins.
1: Hail, pig yeah. so, hail to yeah. the. That's that works. That works. Hail to the pigskins. Yeah, okay. but
4: I'm sure that probably won't
1: work. You don't think that's going to work? Though?
4: Well, because the other side that wants us to do this, it wouldn't be uh, enough
1: pain for us to do it. Wouldn't, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't bleed enough for it. Yeah. Right. It, bleed enough. Not enough public ridicule and shame for you. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, it right, wouldn't right, be exactly. enough. Yeah, that and, wouldn't
4: and, be enough. And, and, and another thing I want to make comment you talked about how the uh, SEC states, you know, how they, that guy was saying, oh, you didn't want to wear now." Darren Rebel,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. If
4: masks worked, and all the
1: states that wore the mask, why did we close anything? Correct. If they work, why Correct. close anything? I mean, it's, seriously, if that's the answer. More importantly, yeah. more importantly, if we're going to have honest conversation, and guess what? I believe I am a, I'm a believer that any business that asks me to wear a mask, I go to church every Saturday night. And my pastor and, and our archdiocese in Atlanta says wear a mask to go to church. I follow all the procedures I'm asked to follow. And that's I will I will follow I will follow because I am well I tend to be a rule follower, but uh, I will do that out
4: of respect for that business. Correct, I will do that out of
1: respect. But the bottom line I've got is if people are then going to point and say people aren't wearing their masks, Mm -hmm. you can't be having public. We're not supposed to have public gatherings of more than we're not supposed to have any public gatherings more than twenty five people. I hate, so, listen,
4: I'm just so, so, I mean, we can't have virus, any,
1: we can't have any of that, you know?
4: Well, I'm glad the virus doesn't live at Harris, uh, the Home Depot or Walmart yes. or the ABC store or during protests. Right? <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't live there. <laughs> and amazing. it doesn't live on food unless you eat indoors. Because if you take the food out, the virus does not survive. Take out food
1: love- does not. It doesn't survive on that. That yeah, is interesting. It there you yeah. go. So, it's uh, just
4: sad. It's a sad time with all. It is, a, but you know what
1: though? We're going to keep it. We keep it positive here, which is great. And I appreciate your call. Thank, thank you very much. Awesome. Oh man. Now, oh, we got a, a little bit of an update for me. This is great. Fred in Columbia, South Carolina, just got back from Vegas. Fred, you, you're like you're like my my you know savior this morning to be able to baby, give me a little care. bit of information. How are you, buddy? Yeah, where man, were where man. were you on where were you? Uh,
0: Mandalay is my favorite place. Uh, Guess so what?
1: Those <laughs> those folks that you know uh, every year, I do my Super Bowl special right there from the sports book in the radio studio.
0: I do know I listen to you quite often,
1: and I love go that. Ahead. And I love the folks at Mandalay Bay; they are awesome people.
0: Yeah. So every time you're out there, I'm like, man, I can't wait to go back. You know what mean? So uh, we just That's got back. Awesome. We 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 flew out on the fourth of July.
1: Okay. And
0: Vegas was Vegas the weekend of the 4th of July. You know, it was active. Uh, All the tables weren't open, though. That was the bad part. They didn't have the staff to support the crowd.
1: Okay, so what is the – what about – now, what I've heard is, though, is that tables are uh, – that actually they have lower values set up at tables. Mm -hmm. Like dollar values. Was that not true?
0: No. No. No, that wasn't true. No it, no, it was about the same
1: to me. About the same to you. What do you yeah, play? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Are roulette you, player. See, so you're a roulette player, I'm a blackjack player. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's yeah, one of the but, things I heard is that I'm going to have to camp out because I only play blackjack if I can sit at third base. Oh, I don't, okay, yeah. I I have to sit camp. at I have to sit at third base. I'm so yeah, ritualistic. I have to be there at third base. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you're going
0: to have to camp out a
1: little bit. And then just not, and then pretty much just not leave the table is what you know was what I'm told. So you 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 enjoyed it though. You enjoyed it. You had a good time.
0: I did. did, What about the pool? The pool was great. I mean, okay. So when you went to
1: when you went to the pool, you had to you had to wear your mask until you got to the pool, or what?
0: Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct.
1: That's not a problem, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Once you make it to the pool, I mean, it's it's just normal. Everybody hanging out. Uh, the pool was very active. A lot a lot going on there. So that was much the same. Uh the strip was kinda kinda slow. Uh Planet Hollywood is not open. Some some of the major hotels, not everything's open just yet.
1: I know Bally's but, uh, is opening up. Uh Bally's yeah, is gonna open week, up the right? week we're there. Uh the week yeah, we're there. Right? So that's good. You made me feel better about it, Fred. So you so yeah, I man, should go. I'll bad. have a good time.
0: Yeah, you sh- you should go. You'll still have a great time. My kids enjoyed it. They they kinda like your girls. You know, I took them to Vegas about five years ago, and they they don't want to go anywhere else.
1: <laughs> Fred, what's the um? Fred, have you done the uh, have you done Top Golf out there?
0: Yeah, we did Top Top Golf uh, Wednesday
1: morning. Oh, did you? Did. Yeah, yeah, we we, yeah, we're, yeah. we we love that here in Atlanta. We're definitely going to do that out there. That's awesome, Fred. Hopefully, yeah. c- catch up with you sometime out there. All right, certainly. see you, buddy. Thanks for your call. I appreciate that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Okay, Anthony, I feel a little better hearing, a, hearing that scouting report. Feel a little bit better then. A little, I was a little concerned. I was a little bit concerned. 855-212-4CBS if you want to get in. Uh, here's a suggestion to you. This shouldn't be something that I have to say to anybody, but it is something that has to be said because I see many media members somehow trying to excuse make for it, including one of my favorites, uh, Pat 40 who is absolutely one of my favorites. Uh, if you're talking about voices on collegiate sports, Pat 40 to me is one of my absolute favorites and I love Pat. And Pat and I had an exchange on social media the other day and we disagreed on something vehemently but we did it respectfully and people were like, wow, the two of you really disagree with each other but you can do it respectfully. And I'm like, yes, people can act like grown-ups on social media. It can be done. But Pat Forty was defending Woj, uh, Adrian Wojnowski, ESPN, who sent an FU email on company email. So in and of itself, can I just say to you, if you're on company media, you don't need to be sending FU emails to a politician that you don't like. A politician who was... Questioning the NBA and their silence on China and Hong Kong. Which, by the way, I fully support this message. Disgraceful. The NBA silence on the, the very social justice NBA. Not having anything to say about the people of Hong Kong and China and their abuses of people's civil and human rights. The fact that the NBA is mum on that. I don't hear from Coach Woke and everybody else getting a lecture on that because it lines their pockets. Disgusts me. Woj didn't like, for some reason, didn't like this senator calling out the NBA and sends him an FU email on company email. Here's a first of all, I am of the belief I am anti, if you know me, I'm anti cancel culture. I think that if enough of us stood up against cancel culture, cancel culture would go away. Adrian Warjanowski is, is great at his job. And everything I know about him is he's a good dude. So the last thing I'd want is somebody to, to make a mistake, a big mistake at work. He's since been suspended. Uh, the last thing I'd want is for that guy to lose his job. He shouldn't. It's a mistake. Pay a price get back to work because you're really, really good at it. But don't do, don't do that. And then media members coming out and defending him like that's okay. The mental derangement of politics and the politics of, of honestly, the politics of wokeness and the politics of the pandemic and the politics of everything else have taken over the sports world. It, it, don't, don't do the, don't do these things because you know what? If you and I do that at work, we may not be as valuable as Adrian Wojnarowski and you may find yourself unemployed. Don't do it. There's never a reason to be doing that. And more importantly, where is, where's civil, where's civil behavior and civil discourse? Does it even exist anymore? And can it exist anymore? But most importantly, why in the world would Adrian Warjanowski be so, so driven to send an elected official an FU email trying to defend the NBA and its abject failure of policy on China, on Hong Kong, and the way they line their pockets on the backs of people whose civil rights are violated every day, whose human rights are squashed every day. The fact that anybody would be moved enough to actually be against that being called out, I'd have much more of a question for Adrian Warjanowski about that than I would the the mistake that he made. But if you are involved in the cancel culture campaign, saying he should lose his job or otherwise, I'm going to say to you, don't do that. Why would you support that? If you're anti-cancel culture... Why are you jumping on board and saying you want to see someone lose their job? It's stupid. Because if you're against something, that means you shouldn't support it. Even for people you don't agree with. All right, coming up, you got a lot coming your way. All right. uh, This is a, the supplemental draft may be bigger this year than ever. Could be huge. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy